Good morning and welcome to HealthWorks. Um, I want to wish everyone a happy new year. This is the first show of 2022 um, and my guest today is Fred Jackson. Good morning, Fred. Good morning. How you doing? Good. How are you today? I'm great. I'm great. We're starting the new year off and on a, on a good note, hopefully. And uh... And we're looking forward to 2022. Yes, yes, we so are. Um, I think this last past year has been um, a challenge, as 2020 has been also, <laughs> to say the least. Yes, I know we all expected by this time that our pandemic would be over. But now as we're in the midst of the Omicron, uh, you know, we're hoping this is, is short-lived and and we get back to normal life or or we just get used to living in a pandemic forever, one or the other. But we, we're, we're going forward. Exactly. And those of you that may just be kind of tuning in, um, I have Fred Jackson here and he is the executive director for our Way Memorial Community Health Centers. And you have been the executive director since day one, correct? That's correct. In 2007, we started with 23 employees and a couple small practices. We now have about 15 sites and 300 and over 350 employees and 70 physicians, dentists, right. uh, nurse practitioners. Mm-hmm. physicians, assistants, et cetera. And, you know, and, and speaking of staff and, you know, all the community health centers, they have done an amazing job, you know, uh, these last, they always do an amazing job, okay? But these last two years have been extremely challenging. Do you have any words on that? Yeah, I, I just want to give a, a thanks, not just to our employees in the health center, the hospital employees, and, and, and really... Uh, the nursing home employees in Wayne Woodlands and Ellen Memorial and everywhere for the the job that they've done. Uh, I, I don't. We've all signed on to be healthcare providers and take care of our community, but none of us ever expected what we've had in the last two years. And and if I didn't say we weren't worn out, I wouldn't be honest with you. But we are. But we've done a great job to get us this point this far. And and we like to think we're most of the way home. Um, I hope that's the case, but if we're not, I know we have the re- resiliency and, and the fortitude to get the job done regardless of what it is. Right, and, and I can't agree with you more. Um, you know, thank you to everyone out there in healthcare, also in our community that supports Wayne Memorial, Wayne Memorial Health System. Um, you know, but we are always looking for new people and for, because Burnout is hard. Right. There's staff shortage wherever you go. So what is the community health center doing, um, you know, to help with job uh, security or finding jobs? Right. We, we have a couple initiatives. One, to keep the employees we have and two, uh, to, to develop some new employees. We are uh, going out. We've been operating under some wage enhancements and retention of paying extra amount per hour for all employees. And and when that expires in January, we have a new initiative to increase base wages across the majority of our positions. And then also we'll be able to offer this increased pay and retention incentives to new employees that come on board. Right. Um, and, you know, besides the hiring process overall, you also do a lot of on-job training or there's programs available to help people you know, that may have not, they don't have any medical background, Mm -hmm. um, like the medical assistant program, correct? Right, right. We have a new initiative with the, um, with a group called Nina that we will be training medical assistants, then they can get their certification directly within working within our sites and through this online program. 
Uh, we're looking to develop scholarship opportunities for the fees for this and then train on the job so they can earn a wage while they're doing this. And um, so our first class is rolling out in April and we expect another larger class in, in the spring. Additionally, we work with a multitude of schools, um, both at the LPN level, the, um, uh, for medical assistance, uh, and different various professional positions in, of the nurse practitioners, et cetera, and mm-hmm. that all train at our various sites. Right. And that's, that's it. You know, some people may start on an entry level, but there is availability of growth within the community health centers. Right. Right. We have a career laddering opportunities that would, you know, help with either tuition or um, loan repayment that we would offer employees in, in certain um, certain hard to fill positions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and particularly when we talk about our physicians and nurse practitioners, we have significant loan repayment resources there as well. Right, which is, you know, a great opportunity for many people in our, in our community. Mm-hmm. You know, or even outside, if people wanted to come to our area and live, there is, there is great opportunities. There's jobs available. Correct, correct. And that, that's what when we're trying to recruit the external people. I mean, we all, we all like it here. We've chosen to build our homes in, in this community, and we try to uh, relay that to mm-hmm. outside physicians and uh, professionals that, uh, of why this is a good place to live. Right. I mean, I've been here for 30 years. I've worked at the hospital coming this March uh, for 29 mm-hmm. years. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I do love it. I love right. it here. I love my job. I love the people. Mm-hmm. It is a great community. It's a great family atmosphere also. Yes. So, yes. Um, you know, uh, obviously, we're going to need to talk a little bit about the COVID and the COVID response. And again, the Community Health Center has really kept up to date, um, keeps up to date every day with mm-hmm. the COVID response, with vaccines, with information out there. Yeah, it's interesting, you know, when we look back through through the year and, you know, the, the new year is always a time where we're, we reflect on the prior year and try to learn from it and plan, you know, for the next year. Back at, at this time last year in January and February, the vaccines were in short supply and and you know it was critical to allocate them to the most needy. You know as we've come through now, we have this the smorgasbord of of age related and boosters and and whatever. But there's still a core element that we need to get that first dose to. And we have multiple opportunities through all of our clinics where we've gone away from the large clinics that we used to have at Rusty Palmer where we do up to 1,200 people a day to in the individual offices to make it more convenient for people and additionally to uh, all pretty much all the local pharmacies have stepped up too and and as the resources became available there's multiple locations that people that need a vaccine can can get their vaccine. Right. And, and I think, you know, um, the community, hopefully they're aware of that. And if not, hopefully you've just learned that. Um, and also, too, is, you know, the community health centers overall and the different offices and primary care offices never stopped treating patients for health and wellness and other critical illnesses and stuff like that. Correct. Correct. And so, you know, we saw through the pandemic a significant deferral of care for people, uh, people getting 
whether it things um, that their annual physical exams, um, you know, mammographies, pap smears, um, they've all been really down in terms of of of, of people putting them off. And as we close 2021, we've seen people try to look to get on top of their health a little for things they had deferred, which is one, it's helping bring the volumes back to what they should be, but also creating some access issues occasionally as, because this is coming at the same time as this next COVID wave. And so together they hit and, and the offices are getting overwhelmed to some extent, but we're, you know, we're getting by as best as best we can to treat both the sick and 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 the wellness because wellness is what we need for prevention exactly exactly um and so you know kind of looking into 2022 and the new year and new programs and new access to care mm-hmm. the community health center is doing that again <laughs> yeah. right yeah, yeah, we are, and you know, looking forward. We have a lot of new things coming out in twenty twenty two. I'll go through just a couple of them. The one thing is that we're, uh, and it's still COVID related because everything's COVID related these days. We can't get away from it. Unfortunately, is that we are uh, in the process of applying for some of the new at home tests that will be provided free. We expect to have significant resources there to hand out to both patients and non patients. Uh, free of charge. Um, we're hoping to get those by the middle of January, if not sooner, to start handing those out. I think the president has promised over 500 million doses mm-hmm. nationwide, and we will make sure that we'll be at the table getting <laughs> ours. Um, I, I will give you a lot of credit for that. I think when there when there's some federal programs out there, federal money's out there, mm-hmm. your team is so on top of that, um, you know, even with COVID care monies and, yeah. you know, looking back. So that's so important for our community to know. Yeah. And so let me talk a little bit. It, it, it is, it's, it's our job. It's right. our job to bring the resources we can to the community. But let me, let me talk a little bit about uh, some new programs and, and programs that we like that have started uh, in the pandemic. The first one I want to talk about is the food prescription program. And Carol, this is your program. It this is. one's your baby. It is. <laughs> and, and so this program uh, provides for those in need, not just the staples that you get out of a food bank of this, you know, the spaghettis and the canned goods, but coupons for patients and residents to bring to the grocery store, giving them fresh food and and uh, fresh meats and produce. The goal being not just to get food, but to increase the healthy amount of food we give to our disadvantaged people. It, it always um, is challenging when you're in line and you see someone buying TV dinners with food stamps. Mm-hmm. And when you want to say, just go buy a chicken, you know. Right, um, right. And then we also know the cost of food has increased significantly. Right. And, you know, some people buy TV dinners because maybe they also don't have the resources of recipes and stuff like that. And that's one thing nice about the program too. It provides healthy recipes, um, instructions to help people cook at home, um, you know, and coupons, like you said, for fresh produce, which is so needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, it's, it, it's a great program. We're serving about 88 people right now. And I believe from what you tell me, we can go up to 150. Yes, so, in 2022, that's our goal. So we have a lot of room to grow there and mm-hmm. a lot of opportunities if you want to reach out, um, if you, you're in need or you know somebody in need. Um, the, the next big thing I want to talk about is our, is our women's health program. 
we have uh, an initiative that we're starting construction uh, across from the hospital in what was the Northeast Eye facility to move our women's health program. Uh, I think we're getting the size that we need because we've grown significantly in women's health and outgrow our space at 110 Park Street. And so we will hopefully be in there by late spring um, in uh, a more modern facility. It's about a $1.5 million project that we're looking to build uh, as a build out the building. And, and additionally to improving the proximity of both the patients and our providers to the hospital, it'll um, help us with patient flow and ambiance and, and it's just a nicer a nicer environment. We're pretty excited about that. Yes, that sounds very exciting for our yeah. community, yeah. right? And I know we're running out of time here, so I will uh, get to another initiative. We're, we're looking, you know, we looked a lot at the homebound with the vaccination program of, and it came to light there. And one of the things that we looked with the homebound is how can we better help them? And we know we have telehealth initiatives that were approved through the pandemic that we didn't have before, but also with the elderly in terms of, um, and the not well in, in, in terms of their capability and their, their acumen with accessing the telehealth. So we have a program now that we've started that's been very successful of sending in a nurse to the home to actually have a facilitated telehealth visit where the nurse is there doing a physical assessment on the patient, doing um, able to communicate back with the physician. So it's kind of a hybrid between an at-home visit um, and a, a straight telehealth visit. And it's been extremely well received by our providers. And really we have a couple of good saves and, and things that we're saving some of these people from having to call the ambulance and go to the emergency room and providing early intervention into problems that they have to keep them safe at home. Right, which which is just, again, I think as a community health center, um, the initiatives that you look at are so beneficial to our community and our community members. And mm -hmm. that's what the one of the goal is to provide access to excellent care um, for everyone, correct? Correct. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, unfortunately, we are out of time. I mean, we could probably talk for another 15 minutes, I'm sure. You know, these, these, <laughs> these are great. We always like to talk about the new things, and everybody loves new programs. And, you know, as, as you know, the pandemic has, has opened our eyes to so many new initiatives and new needs, and that, um, you know, there's, there's, there's a saying is, you know, never spoil a good crisis. And, and, and God knows we don't want the pandemic, but, you know, it has made people get creative right. on things and um you know we've learned a lot we've developed a lot and we will continue to do so mm -hmm. well um fred thank you so much for being on the show again um i really appreciate all your input and everything that you and your staff do for our community you too carol we love we love coming on board and, and appreciate every all the help that comes from your program too Thank you very much. And again, this is Carol Kanier, Community Health Manager at Way Memorial Hospital, wishing you a great day and a happy new year. Thank you for listening.